Happy Friday. I hope your day has been great. I'm actually re-recording this episode because there's this weird staticky thing. I don't know what's going on, if it's the mic or what, but fingers crossed that this time it's fine. Jumping right into the topic, I wanted to talk about daily routines and rituals and habits this episode. What does your daily routine look like? How do you like to start your day and how do you like to end it? My dad's always telling me, Julie, you need to find the rhythm of your life and you need to find your routine. And I think he says this not because I don't have a routine, but because my routine is not great at the moment. For example, I sleep really late and I wake up as late as I can. So that's something that I am trying to fix right now because... I know for me, the earlier I wake up, the better I feel usually. And I think it's also just part of my perfectionism is if I wake up really late, I feel like my day is ruined when in fact that's not true. I can just keep going about whatever I wanted to do that day. But waking up late kind of feels like I'm starting off on the wrong foot. So these days I'm trying to make it part of my daily routine to go to sleep early and wake up early even though that kind of goes against why I even started this podcast, which is because I go to sleep really, really late. And I'm being reminded as I see my dad through the window, he's walking Nada right now. Another thing that I want to do is go outside and walk or do whatever because I am at home as much as I can. I'm a homebody. And if I'm not driving to the place that I need to go and driving back home, I'm never outside. My mom is always like, Julie, you need to go outside, you need to breathe fresh air, you need to be active. She's all about deep breaths, going outside and doing breathing exercises. And you know, when I do that, I feel better, but I'm just, I think I'm lazy. (laughs) Not only do I not go outside, I don't do any type of exercise. I do not go to the gym. I do not go out of my way to exercise. So when I go to the doctor and they ask, you know, on average, how many hours per week do you exercise? I put zero because that's accurate. But I know that's not ideal. And I don't want to live a sedentary life. So I'm trying to push myself to go outside and do something and not stay inside all day. Another thing that I think is really important is drinking water. Okay, I know there's a lot of memes about Like, for example, in skincare and even for mental health, people will be like, oh, just drink more water. Um, Your skin will get clearer. Drink more water. Your depression will disappear. You'll feel better. Which that I obviously don't believe in. But in general, I just am not hydrated. I don't drink enough water. And that's a fact. So I'm trying to drink more water. And just drink liquids in general. And so my mom, she likes to have her morning coffee. And I like to join her now because it's really more for the ritual of it. I like grinding the beans and we're not fancy, we just have a drip machine. So I like grinding the beans and putting it in the machine and putting the water in and then watching the coffee come out. It's just like the whole experience is very nice. I like that more than the actual taste of the coffee. Also, my dad came back from Guatemala recently and brought back a bunch of different types of coffee beans. So it's fun to like choose which type of bean that I want to try in the morning. Um... Another thing that I like to do is not look at my phone immediately when I wake up. So other than looking at it to turn my alarm off, I'll try my best not to go immediately on social media. 
because I found that if I start my day scrolling through social media, one, I feel like I'm just wasting a lot of time and I don't realize until after the fact. But two, if I start my day without looking at social media, I feel that I'm more present and more in tune with just like what's going on immediately around me, you know? Oh, <laughs> saying that as I get a social media notification. But yeah, it's just I try not to look at my phone and also just try not to go on the internet for as long as I can. Like YouTube, for example. I'll go on YouTube just to see a cooking video for a recipe that I want to try. And then an hour later, I'm still on YouTube, but I'm watching in hype in videos now. It's so easy to fall down the rabbit hole where you're just clicking new videos and new videos and new videos to watch new content. And then suddenly so much time has passed and you don't even realize. But speaking of YouTube, I do have one way that I want to implement it into my routine, which is through dance. I used to have this mindset that, oh, if I don't have a physical workshop or class available to me, then I can't dance. There's no way I can learn or etc. But the truth is, one, there are plenty of online tutorials and programs or channels that offer subscriptions for tutorials and classes that you can pay for. But two, you can also just go to YouTube. And I realized this recently when I was watching a video and the algorithm, the algorithm knew, it suggested a mirrored version of a choreography by a choreographer that I really like. And that's when I realized, oh wait, there are so many mirrored versions of dance videos online and that's one way you can learn and it's free. And so I actually clicked on that video and I learned that choreography. And my new goal now is to try to learn at least one combo per week through YouTube. And it's, it's doable, especially because that's how I got introduced to dance in the first place. I didn't have any access to classes around me and the only access I had was to online classes. And so I was subscribed to T-Millie TV, those who know, know, for a while and I learned through there. But the thing is, because I was a complete newbie, zero experience, learning from those tutorials was still very difficult for me. And so what I would do is I'd freestyle. And so freestyle and online classes were my introduction to dance, which leads me into freestyle. That's one thing that I also want to put into my daily routine because I used to love freestyle. I used to turn on just random music and dance with my body mirror in front of me because I don't have a, a huge dance mirror. But these days, I think ever since I started actually learning more about dance, something about freestyling and honestly dance overall is kind of intimidating because back then I had no expectations for myself, right? It was just for fun. I didn't know terms like textures and musicality and lines and pictures and being in the pocket or not and extending and being full out versus marking like I didn't know anything but now that I do I think I easily get trapped into these expectations for myself and I'm kind of making it sound like I'm some sort of pro dancer which I'm not I'm definitely just an amateur dancer who doesn't even have that much experience but you know honestly this is kind of like how I feel about writing too I used to write just because I wanted to, just because I felt more comfortable expressing how I felt and communicating how I feel to a piece of paper than talking to another person. Because a piece of paper won't judge you, right? And so I would write in my journal every day for, I don't know, probably ever since elementary school. Also, English is not my first language. And so I think I just felt more comfortable overall just not speaking <laughs> 
to other people. And when you write, you can kind of edit it as you go and, you know, erase things and mark things out. It's just a very personal experience. But ever since I actually started learning writing in college, I found myself getting more stuck in, again, these expectations. And so whether it's with dance or writing or whatever, I definitely think it can be easy to forget your original reason for why you started doing that activity or whatever hobby in the first place is just because you're purely passionate about it because you're really interested in it, right? And so I definitely want to jump into dance and writing again and make it part of my daily routine. I'm going to talk about MBTI real quick. I know MBTI, there's a lot of controversies around it, including it not being that accurate. But just for reference, I used to be a J, which stands for judging. And it just means that you usually like to plan ahead and you prefer structure and order. Whereas now I'm a P, which stands for perceiving. And it's basically acting more impulsively and kind of going with the flow and being more flexible and overall being more spontaneous. And I don't think one is better than the other. It's just that Sometimes I think the reason why I slowly started transitioning into being more of a P than having J tendencies is because I used to plan out everything. I like to make schedules and I like to calculate, oh, here I want to do this in like five years, I want to be able to do this. And I just realized that a lot of times your plans don't work out. That's just how life is. But I think I started to get discouraged by that. And so I just started not planning at all and was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm just going to go with the flow and do whatever. But naturally, I think I do enjoy planning and I do like to think ahead and make goals for myself. But ever since whatever time period I started not having goals and not feeling overall ambitious about things. And so having or making a daily routine or making just good habits, I think is one way I'm trying to reclaim some type of order in my life. And now I think I have a little more insight into how to not feel discouraged when things don't go my way. So I feel that I have a new approach or a different approach now to setting goals for myself. Anyways, something that my mom likes to do in her daily routine is she likes taking royal jelly. And I think it's just a type of honey. Or according to Google, it's higher in protein and lower in sugars than honey. And it's just known for, I guess, its nutritional value and health benefits. And my mom likes to take a teaspoon of it every morning. And she tells me to do it as well. And I try to, but it tastes so bad. It tastes, I'm not even exaggerating. To me, it tastes like I'm eating something that someone else threw up. But that's something that I'm trying to implement into my daily routine. Because our whole family, in general, We just do not have the best overall health. That's just how it is. And so my mom really, really tries to take care of of our health. And that's why I'm trying to take royal jelly because she said it's really good for your stomach. Also, she takes her vitamins every day, usually C and D. And also she likes to take spirulina. That I've been taking ever since I was like four or five. Again, just because my mom gave it to me. And back then, I used to take it in the powder form, not in the tablet or pill form that we take now. And I actually liked it. I like the taste of spirulina. And if you don't know what spirulina is, I think it's just a type of algae that has a lot of vitamins and minerals and protein and antioxidants. And I like the taste of it. So that I don't struggle with taking every morning. 
But overall, yeah, I just, I think I need to focus more on my health and be more diligent with taking care of my body. And the reason why I've been thinking a lot about routines lately is because I'm starting to realize that behaviors and mannerisms are so important to your quality of life. And I think that's something I need to remind myself of because I am someone who's always in their head, kind of passively going through life a lot, but not actually acting on my thoughts. And I'm kind of a slow processor. So if I want to do something, it kind of takes me a while to actually start doing whatever that thing is. And so my goal is now to be a little more active in my approach to pursuing whatever goals I have, whether it's in writing or dance or this podcast. Also, I think we all intuitively know what's best for us, whether it's for our body or for our overall well-being or our mental health. But sometimes we would rather take the long way or the hard way of figuring out. Like for me, for example, I love being in my bed, okay? I like lying down. I like sleeping. Younger me, as a kid, I used to be so confused anytime I'd hear adults be like, oh, I just want to sleep more. I hate waking up in the morning. I need more rest. Because as a kid, I was just like, I I feel like sleep is a waste of time, you know? I want to get up as early as possible and do everything I want to do. You just have so much energy, right, when you're young. But now that I'm a little older, completely understand now. 100% understand what those adults were saying because I love my bed. I hate waking up in the morning. It's so tragic every time I hear my alarm. I'm just like, wow, again. And in fact, I don't wake up on the first alarm. I need to have like three alarms and my dog barking in the background for me to actually get up out of bed. But the thing is, despite my love for sleep, I know deep down that I need to get up and I need to go take a walk. I need to do something. I shouldn't be on my phone all the time. I should be doing something else, whether it's reading a book, doing something that's actually of enrichment, one could say. And all this, I think, depends on personality, right? And temperament and what works for me might not work for the next person. And that's normal. So I think listening to your body and listening to yourself is so important, but it's also easy to ignore the signs, And overall, I think the reason why I want to put more energy into solidifying some sort of routine is because as someone who has dealt with depression and other struggles with mental health, having a routine, I think, is so, so helpful. But baby steps. Gotta take it one step at a time. Alright, for music, books, and film, for music first, I just want to read this playlist that I made recently. I like to, I'd say I like to explore music, even though most of my music is just R&B, like alternative R&B and maybe a little bit of K-pop and rock. But I've been getting into house lately. Very weird. House is probably my least favorite genre. I associate it with department store music. I feel like it's the type of music you'd hear when you walk into Forever 21 or H&M. It's just house music. But one song that I like is called Danielle and then Smile on My Face in parentheses by Fred again. And let's just read off this playlist. Not all of it is house. I like Movie Magic by Zach Greer. I added Love is Band by Gemini. Um, Still Life by Big Bang. That's a classic. Wish Me Luck by Wallows. Globe by Car Wash. And a lot of these songs are not in my rotation yet. They're songs that I want to add to my rotation because I want to try listening to songs that are 
not in the usual genre that I would listen to. Because I think it's good to try to listen to different things and not just stay in this single box of music. So there's also Morrow by 070 Shake, Offline by Rad Museum, Dean and Lehigh. I don't know where Dean is. I don't, I've heard rumors that that man has retired and has a son. But those are rumors, and so I don't know if that's true. But yeah, that's all for music. For film, not really watching anything. And for books, I'm not reading books, but I have been trying to read a poem a day. Poets.org actually has this thing called Poem A Day, Poem A Day. But let's read Poetry Foundation's Poem of the Day to end this section. Okay, today's poem is titled Terms and Conditions by Cindy Chuyong Ok. You call me Ho, it's short for home. A cockroach falls from a chandelier and my bodega loyalty fluctuates in pace with the funeral's bloody nose. I've been eating trees my whole life, which usually made me more patient but more cruel. Recently, I stood on a porch that wraps around that nest, the house that used me. Any noise can be a curse to a child of chaos. Silent hallways from gothic novels to twilight wind and fire songs. This unlucky... To not even be an architect and to be inundated with the prose of it all, where we, daughters, spent when all hoped for sums. You call out ha, it's short for harvest. To be a child is to gather secrets, an elder to risk in transit. Once when I was recovering, covering again myself, I confused sharing for stealing, read murder into shadows until laughter came from silhouettes. We've since faced Piano bleaching the scene, becoming the fog and the pulp. You name me Ma. I know it means mine. This is the end of episode five. I hope you've had a great, restful, peaceful end of your Friday. And I'll be here again at the end of the day next Friday. Bye. Bye.